the biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Roundup with Matt Weaver. Well, it's official. It's a big show. Well, well, it's a big show. Yes, it's a big, bad show tonight. This week, we'll hear conversations with country megastar Keith Urban, along with rising stars Tyler Rich, Leah Daniels, and Eric Etheridge. We're also going to hear from a really nice boss with the Waterloo Regional Police Service, tell you how you can win Trackside Music Festival tickets, and we'll also have lunch with Jason Aldean. Well, kind of. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Andrew Hyatt fans can watch a performance from the Iron and Ashes Country Star this coming Sunday. That's June the 3rd for the CMA Ontario Awards at London Centennial Hall. We're going to make our predictions for that award show and the major trophies next weekend here on this show. Uh, there's a good chance that when Andrew performs, we're going to hear some brand new music because he dropped it on us last week. This is Andrew Hyatt's Habit. Don't forget, Andrew's also going to be our guest on the show next week. Carrie Underwood's husband is Nashville Predators hockey player Mike Fisher, and there was actually a cute video a few weeks back where Carrie and Mike's son Isaiah actually shaved off Daddy's playoff beard when the Preds got eliminated. <laughs> So the Jets eliminated the Preds in the playoffs, and after that happened, Carrie Underwood took to Twitter to say that for the rest of the playoffs, she's going to be a Vegas Golden Knights fan. Yeah, she couldn't bring herself to cheer for the team that eliminated her husband. Well, Vegas kicks off the Stanley Cup final against the Washington Capitals on Monday. And if they need an anthem singer, Carrie's actually promised her services. Kind of cool, right? She adds online that she's currently 2-0, singing anthems and having teams win this playoff season. A rising country star and Trackside Music Festival performer Eric Etheridge plays the Woodstock Truck Show this weekend. The show is Saturday night, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, congrats to all the listeners who we gave tickets to the past couple weeks from Country 104. And if you missed it, Kyle and Kendra actually spoke to Eric before the show. It's been a while since you were back here. I yeah. want to say sometime over the winter. Mm-hmm. It was uh, when my second single was released, Making Me Crazy. That was right. uh, October like 27th. Wow. Yeah. yeah with so the it's video release with party. With the video yeah. release party at Cowbell. Oh, yeah. That was it has awesome. Been a while. That was insane. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get into uh, new music for you, Eric, you, you're going to be performing next weekend at the Woodstock Truck Show. Oh, yeah. The Woodstock Truck Show. I am so excited. For this event, this is going to be great. Was, you know what's cool about this summer is um, it's the it's one of the first times seeing my name on like headlining shows. Yeah, which is just the it's a it's an outer body. That's got to be surreal. It's surreal. It's very. I'm so grateful for that. Like we're um, so we got the Woodstock Truck Show and and uh, you know I, I've been talking to some of the opening acts and stuff. I'm excited to meet some of the openers and mm-hmm. and because uh, I remember being there. You yeah, know, I still am there at times. You know, and it's. Uh, Super exciting. Super and this exciting. is the first time they have an actual entertainment stage. So you're the right. first headliner to grace it. Yes. No one yeah. can take that Don't away from you. Don't screw it up, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Uh, yeah, because we had one of the co-chairs, Scott, come in and talk about it. And he was not only raving about the fact that how much money they've raised and how it's yeah. going to great causes, but he raved about uh, all of the artists performing, including yourself, and how he's so excited to have you as a headliner. So yeah, uh, clearly you're doing something right. I'm tr- I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> well, I, you know, I couldn't be doing doing this without you guys. So I appreciate your help. Seriously. And of course, the summer is going to be really busy, too, for multiple reasons. Uh, Trackside Music Festival is oh, going to be man. happening Canada Day weekend. I am so excited for that. Like, That's going to be we, killer as well. We, we were the first act 
uh, at Trackside when it opened yeah. in 2016. It was the very first first act to hit the stage. It was definitely one of the highlights of my career. Like it was, it was amazing. Um, and to be back this year, you know, everything that's happened since 2016. I think right after that was the CCMA award in London. Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, right. And then 2017 released Liquor's Calling the Shots, Making Me Crazy. Now, 2018, we're back at Trackside. And I, yeah, it's fantastic. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. The Royal Wedding was this past weekend. And whether you cared or not, it was pretty tough to avoid. The big affair was even the focus of Weaver's List this past week. You just made the list! Number one. How about that giant veil on the bride? Man, the veil had a train so long it was the length of an actual train. London, Ontario residents had nightmare flashbacks to having to wait for Markle to pass uh, before they could go to work in the morning. Number two. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle look like they really love each other. How about those lovebirds? They were so goofy and just playing around with each other. It was really sweet. Now, there's a reason they're so happy. They're royals, but they have no chance of taking the throne. So they're pretty much the cool aunt and uncle to Prince William's button-down dad. Number three. How about this? The Markle extended family did not ruin the wedding. This is a good life lesson for anyone with a less than desired family member they might be forced to invite to their wedding one day. Turns out if you don't invite them, they can't screw anything up. Go with that. Number four. So many highlights from this wedding. Let's just talk about some of the uh, things that got me. The fun pastor. The horse that tried to leave the procession and get away from all of his silliness. And speaking of silliness, how about those hats? It looked like the Kentucky Derby on steroids with all those crazy hats. I loved it. Number five. Finally, and here's the highlight I'm most excited about. The royal wedding is over. Let's move on to bigger and better things. Recently inducted Grand Old Opry member Chris Jansen has a new music video out this past week, and while it's not on the scale of the conversation of, say, the video for This Is America by Childish Gambino, this clip from Chris is really making an impact. Watch it for yourself at country104.com, and what you'll see is a mini-movie from the point of view of a young girl who grows into a young woman. Rolling Stone has actually called the song the emotional centerpiece of Jansen's latest album, Everybody, and it's nice to see the director the record label and the artist see the impact of the song and then use that impact to make a bigger impact with a video that takes it to the next level. I'm telling you, check it out at country104.com. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. So I'm a little jelly of Kendra from Country 104 Mornings right now. She actually got to hang out with Keith Urban this past week. And as I always say, he's the best smelling guy in country music. So it was probably a treat for Kendra. Uh, you can see the video of their conversation for yourself at country104.com. I think Kendra did a great job. Here's part of that conversation now about Keith's new album, Graffiti You. Awesome album. Thank you. Was it hard to follow Ripcord? Well, I didn't think about that when I went and... I, I never think about the, the previous record when I go make an album. I just go in the studio and start creating, which is really, I mean, that's where the graffiti part of the title came from, because the studio is like a, like a blank canvas to me, and I just go in, no pre preconceived idea, just start writing, creating, collaborating. Now, you're very good, obviously, at writing and performing. Can you, can you paint? Can you do art at all? Can you do graffiti? Not very good. <laughs> Not at all? Not very good, no. No? Music's my form of that. Yes, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> now, you have lots of collaborations on this album, too. Mm. A lot of females, too. Um, do you think collaborations find you? Do you find them? Do you go out looking for them? It's a great question. I think it's probably a mix of it, all of it, really. Uh, 
I, I find certain people create that I lean into. I'm interested, you know, like, like when you hear a song on the radio or, uh, and you just, it, you, you want to turn it up for whatever reason. You don't know the beat, the sound, the right. singer, the lyric, the something, something speaks to you. And I, I'm the same. I mean, music speaks to me and I either Shazam something and tag yep. it or uh, make a note of who that person is. And even behind the scenes, not just, it doesn't have to be the singer, I'll, I'll be like, Mad looking at Wikipedia to see yep. who who's the writer on it, who produced it, who played on it, who mixed it, who did everything, and I start. Rem I just remember all those people's names, and then sort of reach out to people like that to collaborate. Now, do you find it different collaborating with different genres compared to country, like when you're with Carrie Underwood and Eric Church versus Julia Michaels and No, it's, it's just it's you're just creating. <laughs> yeah, because cool. I don't think in terms of genre when I create. I, I never have. I've just I create whatever uh, music I'm sort of absorbing at the time filters through and comes out in the music. Now I love that you've kind of got a mix of every genre in graffiti you, like you've got a little EDM, a little Daft Punk feel in there, mm. you've got your typical country. Was it hard to pick the track listing? Did you have to cut it down a lot? I cut it down a lot, yeah. A lot? <laughs> yeah, How I many unreleased tracks were there? Maybe, uh, I may re-recorded maybe 20 odd songs probably um, but I put it together like a set list like I'm playing live I start with the song I want to open with and what I want to follow that with immediately I think how I want to close the show and then the journey I want to take in between now mm. this is going to be a tour like no other what can we expect from Graffiti U? a fun buoyant <laughs> euphoric night out hopefully <laughs> we're taking Lindsay L on the road on, on Canna yeah so she's dates. making the London stop yeah now did you look for your openers or did it kind of just fall into place Lindsay as well? was a natural fit yeah we have a song on the album called Horses, Horses. and she's a great player too. yes so um, we'll have to find a song to shred together as well <laughs> now do you play guitar with her a lot when you guys are collaborating and we will you're be. recording horses yeah <laughs> definitely no, she only sang on horses but okay we'll definitely find a song we, if she can play as well now this album number one in canada yes thank you incredible i'm unbelievable <laughs> how many how what process did you go through with coming home being one of the very first singles other than female it felt right for me as far as the fusion of things that go into that one song we've got a mel haggard lick which is yeah. what sort of was the musical foundation of the song yeah uh writing it with julia and having a sing on it uh jr rodham who produced it with me and did the track it was just an interesting mix of styles and colors and musical fusions that all went together into that song. So it felt like, for me, it actually feels like the first single of yeah. the album. When we first got sent the single, I just like you mentioned, something that just that lick that you guys had cranked a little mm. was what we turned it up right away. We're like, this is going to be oh, thank big. You. Now, <laughs> I, I picture it as a new version of if you would make a Canadian Wizard of Oz click your cowboy boots together and you're going home. <laughs> I feel like that <laughs> is what it brings out and everyone feels that way no matter where they are, no matter what they do, yeah. home is something different. Yeah, that's right. Do you crave home a lot? Well, I mean, it's such a metaphoric thing, isn't it? It's not even just a place sometimes, it's a feeling. Um, we just shot the video for coming home and it was hard capturing all of those things within the video, but I think we, we did it in a very surreal way. Uh, but home for me is just wherever Nick and the girls are. It right. doesn't, doesn't matter where they are, that's home. 
when you're planning a tour and you're planning your time out, do you go back and forth with how much you change off off the stage and mm. how much you you know get everything prepared for the audience and how they're going to connect with you? I, I like to keep everything as fluid as possible. I mean, certainly when we're putting a tour together, you have a, a certain structured set list, but that'll that'll ebb and flow as the tour goes along, and I, I'm always. Uh, making quarterback calls <laughs> during the show because you know certain things you just feel like in the mood for something else like scrap that song let's do this does that happen a lot yeah 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 does it throw everybody else off a little bit <laughs> a little bit but that's the exciting <laughs> part right yeah 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 exactly well you, you got to be spontaneous i mean you got to be able to shorten things extend things um skip a song just do something else yeah, because it's, it's, for me, it's only about connecting with the audience. That's the only thing that matters to me, is making that connection. I want to make the connection and then go on a ride together. But if, if, if we get disconnected because of this cluster of songs, then what's the, what are we, we've missed the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Now, do you have a favorite track on Graffiti You? Just the ones between the beginning and the end. <laughs> So them all. Yeah. Love them all. Well, I love them all for different reasons. Right. That's how, you know, that, that's, that to me is how I, they ended up constituting the track list. Which is incredible. We're very excited for you to come to London with Lindsay L. Thank you. Me too. Uh, Budweiser Garden is going to be a great show, and especially because she's now teaming up at the CCMAs as well. Indeed. With High Valley coming out as well, yeah. which is incredible. Have yeah. you seen High Valley? I haven't seen them live. No. no you are going to be blown away. I They're going to be very good. Yeah. Um, no pressure, High Valley. <laughs> no, no pressure, boys. Not at all. Now, Kendra's conversation with Keith is not the only Keith Urban-related thing that we did this past week. Quick backstory. For the past couple weeks at Country104.com, you were able to enter a contest to win Keith Urban Budweiser Gardens tickets. You told us about your awesome bosses at work, and we told you we would call your boss and try to get you a paid day off work. The only catch was you couldn't tell the boss what was up. If they agreed, you get tickets a day off work, and they get some tickets, too, for their troubles. Well, we started making those calls earlier this week. How are you today, sir? Am I interrupting anything? Do you, do you have a couple moments? Um, sure, I do. I'm just walking back to my office, but yeah. Well, Tom, I've got some exciting news for you, buddy. Uh, at, Country oh, yeah. at Country104.com, one of your employees has nominated you as a great boss. Oh, I think I know who that might be. Oh, who? Well, who would you guess? Who do you think that is? Would that be Mark Smale? It is Mark Smale. How did you know? Did she tell you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. You, I, I, am, I am all of a sudden feeling a lot safer right now with somebody as on the ball as you are on the job here, Tom. I like this. <laughs> Tom, let me read what uh, Mark wrote for you here. Okay. Mark says she's a police officer in Waterloo and has been for about 24 years. She agrees that the job has its challenges, but she says that what makes it easier to deal with these challenges is having a boss who is supportive and truly cares about his employees' wellness and also their personal lives. Uh, she says she's uh, been working with you for a while now. You treat all your employees fairly. You've got a great sense of humor, and you make going to work fun. So Mark just wants you to know that you make work easier every day, and you're a great boss, buddy. Oh, that's great to hear. Now i got a follow-up question for you. Okay. Marg is trying to butter you up a little bit here. All right, Tom? Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's trying to okay. butter you up. So here's what I have to ask you, Tom. Mark says you're such a great boss that she believes, she believes deep down in her heart 
that you'd be willing to give her a paid day off work Saturday, September 15th. What do you think about that? Saturday, September 15th? Certainly. You would give her a paid day off work? You bet. You are a great boss. Can I come work for the Waterloo Police, Tom? <laughs> sure. I would love that. Do you have any jobs for loudmouth guys that can't actually stop any crimes? Well, you can probably find a spot. Put me on dispatch or something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, you're a great guy, so I'll tell you what. If you're willing to give Marg the paid day off on Saturday, September 15th, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to send Marg to go see Keith Urban at London's Budweiser Gardens, and we're going to give you a pair of tickets too, Tom. Wow. Excellent. So congrats to Marg on her Keith Urban tickets, and congrats to Mark again for having such a great boss. Tom was awesome, even though I think he may have been tipped off. The biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Roundup with Matt Weaver. It's a big weekend for Leah Daniels. Friday night at the Bull and Barrel is just one of her album release parties. Now, if you remember, we caught up with Leah in late February when her latest single, First, was first hitting radio. It has been a long time since I've released music and feels good to be back. This song is the first single that we're releasing off of my new album, which will be out uh, within the next couple of months. So everything's happening all at once. And yeah, it feels good. So tell us about your time away and then what led to where we are now. Well, I spent a lot of time writing. I was writing for the most part of the last year, um, traveling to Nashville and then L.A. Actually, I had my first writing trip uh, in L.A. And that's where it first came about. I was there in September and I wrote with Brian Howes and JVP and they're both amazing producers as well. And we kind of came up with this concept of writing about your first love. And that's well, that's kind of how it came about. And we we're in the studio. It was really neat for me, actually, to be in L.A. versus Nashville, because I feel like I've done so much stuff there. And then to be in L.A., it's just a completely different vibe. So with this song, is it indicative of what the rest of the album and the rest of the new project is going to sound like? I think so. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, my music, it's it's always very country pop. Um but the album, I mean, a lot of the storyline and themes throughout the album are of first experiences and kind of exploring and living life and and kind of taking in everything that there is to to do. And um, so I think that's where first comes in because it's first is a song about first experiences, first love, first heartbreak. And um, yeah, so that's kind of the theme that I took throughout the album. So I think it is. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a hint of what's to come. As always, all the conversations that we have with artists can be found on Omni or at Country104.com. Just look for the Weaver blog. The Country 104 Concert Series continues. Lots going on this weekend, and it all starts at Cowboys Ranch at Riverside Warncliffe for Freedom Fridays with Country 104. We team up with Jack Daniels. They've got specials till midnight. The Mechanical Bulls should be back, and uh, we're looking to celebrate. It's ladies' night. No cover for the girls. Guys, if you need guest list, let me know. And don't forget about the free line dancing lessons happening from 8 to 10 as well. Leah Daniels that same night is having her album release party at the Bull and Barrel. Melissa Megan, last year's Trackside Homegrown Showcase winner, uh, will open that show. May 26th, Saturday, the Woodstock Truck Show and Calendar Competition featuring a live performance from Eric Etheridge and Moondog Uproar. Also, Saturday night, the Trackside Music Festival Homegrown Spotlight Showcase 
four different artists and bands vying for a spot to play the homegrown stage at Trackside Music Festival that takes place at the Bull and Barrel at 359 Talbot in downtown London. Also May 26th, it's Lee Bryce at Caesars Windsor. Have fun. Anybody going to check out that one? Luke Bryan is next week with the What Makes You Country Tour. Also, don't forget, CMA Ontario Festival and Awards Weekend is coming up next weekend. Also, next weekend, the Tilsonburg Kinsman Bandshell Bash. Everything we just talked about and more online at country104.com. American Idol host Luke Bryan wrapped up the season for the show this past week with a very special performance. He actually debuted his new single, Sunrise, Sunburn, Sunset, during the finale. Who knew it was about to be? Come on! Sunrise, sunburn, sunset, repeat. Moonlight, all night, crashing into me. Next up, Luke is uh, set to kick off his What Makes You Country Tour in Toronto. That's at the Rogers Centre next week. We actually gave away tickets to that show, also featuring Sam Hunt, John Party, and more, at our Moxie's Patio Party this past Thursday afternoon. And I'm out here on the patio right now with a birthday girl, some friends, and some competitors. We're about to play a game called Magic Envelopes. So let's meet everybody here. The birthday girl's over here. What's your name? You're the best friend. My name is Michelle. Michelle, and I've got Jay here. Jay's a regular at Cowboys with the line dancing classes. Hi, Jay. How you doing? Good, good. I don't recognize you half the time if you're not dancing. If you're not dancing. And what's our birthday girl's name? Megan. Yay! All right. So, we're down here on the patio, and we're going to give away some stuff. One of these envelopes has tickets to see Luke Bryan, Sam Hunt, John Party, and more at Rogers Center next week. The other envelope's got a $25 gift card to Moxie's, also good. And the other one's got sunglasses. I mean, they're good, but like when I put it next to everything else, it's not as good, right? Not as good. So let's see here. Birthday girl, there's three envelopes. One, two, and three. Everything's got a prize. You get to pick first. Which one are you taking? Uh, three? Number three. All right. Three is yours. Three is yours. So? I'll pick number two. Number two. Jay, you get whatever's left. All right. So let's start. <laughs> All right. Let's start with number two. What's in number two? We're opening, we're opening. There's the sunglasses. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. We're down to two. Birthday girl, you've either got a $25 Moxie's gift card or Luke Bryan Sam Hunt tickets. Yes, I like both. Let's open the envelope. Let's see what the birthday girl gets. Jesus, please, Jesus. God, if you love me. You're going to see Luke Bryan! <laughs> yeah! Jay, you got 25 bucks, Moxie's buddy. Enjoy your dinner. We got a winner over here. Don't forget, join us every Thursday. We party for Thirsty Thursdays on the Moxie's patio in downtown London. The Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Don't forget, Lindsay L. released her version of John Mayer's Continuum album this weekend. Now, I've been excited ever since she told us that she recorded Continuum and played every instrument needed for the record in the process of recording her other hit album, the project. That conversation is online at country104.com. We got another conversation right now. Rising country star Tyler Rich was our guest on the show this past week. His song, The Difference, is so big, it recently got him a gig on the Today All Show. Let's 
Let's hear part of that conversation with Tyler now. Tyler Rich. Check him out at TylerRich.com. Tyler Rich Music on social media, too. If you don't know the guy, let's get a couple fast facts out there. He loves the movie Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, he's got allergies <laughs> at this time of year. Uh, here's some other ones. His first concert was George Strait. And uh, what's my last one here? Oh, you have a degree in economics. I do. But I you're do, out do. doing the country music thing right now. <laughs> I know it's crazy. I don't know what, what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> I was, man, I was in a band in my my early twenties, right out of high school, and we were touring around and stuff. And you know, you always feel like your first band. You, we were gonna make it, right? We knew we were gonna make it. And so my grandma, and my mom, and everybody would help me pitch in to, to pay my bills, while, so I could go on the road. With one stipulation was that I had to go back to school if the band didn't work out, okay. and uh, the band did not work out. <laughs> so there I was, hightailing it back to Northern California. And uh, going back to school, I had to figure out what was I going to do to get out quick with something that would count, right? I wanted like a a hard degree. And uh, I unfortunately chose economics and it was a living nightmare, dude. It was so rough. Yeah, but you have a degree in it. Yeah. Yeah. I turned down the job that offer that came, um, but they couldn't take my degree away, which was cool. So I still got that somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) What was your mom and grandmother's reaction when they found out that you were not going to use this economics degree and you were going to go on and be the country musician. I th- you know what? I think, I think they were happy. I, I think at first they were like, because ah, it was a good paycheck, man. I got offered a job as a fi- – I, I graduated with honors. So I got a, a job offer working as a financial advisor for the state of California at the Capitol. Wow. Right out of school. Wow. And it had six figures. It had health insurance, which is cool. <laughs> it had – Man, it was just crazy, and they were all, everybody's so excited. They're like, oh, my God, it's amazing. So, you know, that means you're going to live around here. That means you're home, blah, blah, And I was like, hey, guys, so you know, I promised you guys I was going to go back to school. Um, did it. Uh, also promised myself I was going to move to L.A. and be a solo artist. And they uh, kind of just smiled, and they said, you'll do what you'll do. And uh, I turned down the job, and, you know, I still have all that student debt, which is cool. That'll go away hopefully one day or, <laughs> or not. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people listening right now know the feel of student debt. That took me, I think, eleven years to yeah. get a, get, a, get it away. Uh, it's such a low interest rate, at least in California, that it's it just kind of just doesn't exist, I guess. But it's there, existing. It sucks. Good luck with that student debt, buddy. The only way you're getting that paid off anytime soon is by moving to Ontario and voting NDP in the provincial election. <laughs> that election makes me laugh. The Ontario election, in a nutshell, choosing the least worst person for the job. Here's some more of that conversation we had earlier this week with Tyler Rich. Didn't I see you were on the Today Show like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, man. Kathy Lee and Hoda is freaking incredible. It's <laughs> the cool, it like coolest meet, thing in the like world, They're man. big celebrities, man. Yeah. What's it like to meet people like that? <sighs> it, surprising. It, it's amazing. When when they are everything you want them to be, it's amazing. Like Kat, They're both so sweet. And Hoda is just... Hoda came down. We were sound checking at 5 in the morning. And I'm, I'm basically in pajamas still, right? Because we're going to get ready. We have five hours in between. And... All of a sudden, I look to my right, and Hoda is dancing in, in the room, and we're not filming live until 10.45, right? But her whole show's like four hours long, and I look over, I'm like, oh my God, that's Hoda, so I just keep singing, there's a difference, I'm just singing during soundcheck, and it's over, and I look over at her, and I was like, in the mic, as if she doesn't know, and as if my band doesn't know, I was like, that's Hoda. <laughs> she, she starts laughing, she runs over to me, and she gives me the biggest hug, and she's like, half done, she's half makeup, half hair, and she runs out, she's like... She's like, I was in the middle of getting my, I was getting ready and I heard you and I had to sprint out of makeup, but I just want to say hi. You guys sound so good. I'm going to go get ready. I got to be on film in 20 minutes. You know, I like ran back to makeup <laughs> and, uh, 
it was just cool because then you know five hours later when we're getting ready to, to do the show and she walks up gives me a big hug and it was like a nice to see you again you know so it was uh almost like we were buddies and she was uh you know they both drink wine every day on the show so i'm a big horror movie buff and so being from northern california we have napa and all those wineries out there and so i got these from there's a winery out in napa and their labels are uh paintings illustrations of horror movies okay and i found it when i was in new york city i was like oh my god these are perfect because they're from napa and they're horror movie so they look creepy this is like a perfect gift from me for both of them and i was like guys don't be creepy don't be creeped out by the labels just so you remember that you know i'm, I'm just kind of a creep that loves horror movies <laughs> <laughs> you can find the full 30 minutes with tyler at country104.com don't forget with about 40 days until trackside music festival this canada day weekend you can win tickets each and every weekday on Country 104. Uh, this past week on my show, we did some more Trackside Twisters. That's a game where I play a small clip of three songs by three Trackside artists. First person to name them all, wins. What'd you hear, Riley? I know the first one's Jojo Mason, Edge of the Night. The third one, Small Town Boy by Dustin Lynch, but I couldn't really hear the second one there. All right, well, try me back when you figure it out, all right? All right, thanks. Country 104, who's this? Hey, it's Scott. How are you? Good, Scott. We are stuck on the middle song, buddy. Listen right. carefully to your clip, Scott. What'd you hear, Scott? I'm going to say Chase Rice, Ready, Set, Roll. That would be the second one. If you can tell me number one and three, these tickets are yours. Oh, wow. Okay, so the first one is JoJo Mason, Edge of the Night. Yeah. And the third one is Dustin Lynch, Seeing Red. No! Oh, oh no! Call okay. back, Scott. All right, thanks, thanks man. <laughs> I love the screw-ups just as much as I love giving people tickets at the end. Congrats to all the winners, and uh, congrats again to everybody that wins because Cousins Mark and Scott Talsma keep screwing it up. Come on, guys. You're running out of time. All right, looks like we're uh, about ready for this week's blooper reel. Producer Eric, if you please. Stupid tea. Why do I keep drinking lemon before I come to see Mr. Eric? Hey, lemon face. <laughs> lemon face. I love super sour candy, but I make lemon face. Literally, the easiest part of your day is reading the names of the artists you play daily. No, can't do it. <laughs> can't believe I read that right. Normally I screw those ones up. <laughs> it's a break. Normally I tease. Anyway, I'm pretty sure after 18 you're going to notice that the get a little small. <laughs> I was pretty tired. You want me to go on a rant for your bloopers? If the NDP win and all the student debt is wiped, I'm rioting. 11 years. I work seven days a week. Hours and hours. Minimum wage. And my minimum wage wasn't freaking 15 bucks an hour. Or yeah, I paid the whole damn thing off. Took over a decade. And they're going to get it wiped? Are you kidding me right now? I'm going to be freaking 40 by the time I can afford a house. And they're wiping out school debt. Like, give me a break. Rant not over. But you know how people say, like, rant over? Rant not over. <laughs> the Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Find all things country at country104.com.